I'm Lisa. I do the midday show at 101.9 The Mix in Chicago. And I'm Jerry Nunn from nunnontherun.com. And Lisa and I go way back. Way backstage, maybe. Yeah, that's where we met. And now we're bringing you along for the ride. Like a plus one. But we don't really have time for some big intro. All right, let's go. Nonstop. Nonstop. With Lisa and Jerry. This week, we catch up with Brian McKnight. And we spark up a conversation with Snoop Dogg. Hey, this is Brian McKnight, and this is Nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Dogg, and you're listening to Nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. Well, we promised it, and here we are to finally deliver it. We got Snoop Dogg in the house. Yes, he's the best. It was kind of surreal to, like, sit down with him. Like, Uh even just when I first laid eyes on him, like, in real life. Like, oh, my God, I'm standing in the same room as Snoop Dogg. He doesn't do a lot of interviews, so we were really lucky to get him at that time where he could do some. Absolutely. What was your, like, immediate read from him when you got to the room? Well, he was running a little bit behind, and then they said, well, he needs to take a little bit of a break before you start interviewing him. Okay. And then I see him out on the balcony smoking and I'm like oh that's his break <laughs> <laughs> oh it's funny that you mentioned that actually and we should get used to this sound that's his lighter it's gonna go off about 500 times during everything that we talk about because you know I made some crack to him as soon as I sat down about like it's nice to finally meet you but man I feel like you were there during you know all those 1990s wake and bake sessions like I feel like we know each other mm-hmm. and he just started laughing and he was like oh it's cool so he just smoked the whole time we were there wow he didn't smoke at mine he, he finished before but I mean it was pretty laid back by the time I got to him <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah definitely I really love listening to all the things that you guys talked about because you asked him some stuff that I didn't even think to ask him, like even from back in the day, like about his album art. Where did the Doggy Style cover, where did that come from? I always wondered that. Uh, my cousin Joe Cool, he was in the penitentiary and um, mm-hmm. he was sending me artwork from in the pen and I was liking his artwork. So when he got out, I told him, I said, cuz I'm let you do my art, my album, but I wanted to be sort of kind of like, you know how George Clinton was, how they had the uh, Funkadelic, they had like different styles of art. So he created that, my cousin Joe Cool. I like how casually he just mentions his cousin in the penitentiary. <laughs> yeah. Were you tempted to ask him, like, what was he in for? No, I would never. Well, I mean, sometimes it's personal, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's what Google is for. I don't know. But so he was in town to promote this musical that he he did with a group of other actors. Mm-hmm. And I asked him a little bit about the play and about what kind of emotions that we could expect from him. And I'm pretty sure when I did that, we may have named the title of his next album. It's a play. So if it's a play, you know it's going to be some laughing. Mm -hmm. It's going to be some drama. And then there may be some crying. Is there tears? Maybe. Are they tears of a dog? I think so. I like the way that sounds, tears of a dog. Yeah. It's the next next album, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just say thank you to Lisa at some point. I like that one, Lisa. (laughs) That'd be good. Tears of a dog. Tears of a dog. Sounds very serious, though. As I look up at the sky, my mind starts tripping. A tear drops my eye. Oh, see? All right, this thing is already getting started. (laughs) Tears of a Dog, I feel like that's a good album name. Yeah, I like it. Why not? What about Hair of the Dog? Hair of the Dog. (laughs) Yeah, and he has some drinking, you know, the next morning after. Well, also, he did have his hair up in like a bun underneath a scarf. He was like... Did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't go there. (laughs) (laughs) I went everywhere. I was like asking him to like look at his grill. I was like, smile real big for me so I can see it. Oh, yeah, that was cool. That silver grill. Yeah. Yeah, I could see myself, my reflection. I'm just kidding. I couldn't. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And I was like, I know it's weird that I want to like look into your mouth. And he actually was like, no, that's what it's there for. That's why we do it. She said, put away your money. I'll buy that slice. That's awfully nice of you. But when I smiled, I almost blinded her. She said, great gosh, are you a thief? It looks like you have a mouth full of goat teeth. (laughs) Had to find that funny. I said, nah, little mama, I work hard for my money. 
You do have a, a beautiful little girl down there. Can I look at it really quick? For real? Don't you? Yeah. I know it's weird of me to ask, but it's so shiny. I That's need to look at it. it. Oh, okay. That's like, why we smile. I'm like, I need to look at it. I stare directly into it. It's beautiful. <laughs> You know, I'm trying to act all hood, you know, and I'm like, you know, the little gay guy. Or, you know, I don't know. I don't wasn't fooling anybody, but I was trying to be cool. I think it sounded pretty cool. And you know what? I don't even think it matters. Like, I don't even think he was the least judgy ever. Right. He was totally goofing off. The dude was cracking jokes the whole time that may or may not have anything to do with uh, how many times the lighter went off. Um, but I mean, you got some great stuff from him when you talked about uh, possible collaboration. You've collaborated with so many people over the years. Is there anyone, is there one that you just would love to have? Sade. Oh, I heard she's coming back. Yeah, I'm going to do somewhere. I love her. Wow, I'd like to just meet her. See how pretty she is. I just want to meet her too. That's all. I need to do a record with her. Um, Sade. Is it Sade or Sade? Sade. It's Sade, right? Well, that's what I think. People say Sade though. People say say it. It's just, it's just because Sade. I say it doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. So she has a new um, song on the the Widow soundtrack. It's in the movie at the very end. So what? Yeah. So she's she's coming back right now. We need to get a hold of her and tell her that Snoop wants to meet her. Yeah, but she never does interviews. I don't very need to hard. interview her. I just need to get her in a room with Snoop. <laughs> so we can make things happen. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? I know. Someone said that her daughter's really beautiful, but her daughter is transitioning. Currently? Mm-hmm. Well, look, there's Looks your great. angle to talk to her, Jer. Yeah. Maybe you just talk to her daughter, and then we just bring Snoop along. Yeah. I feel like this is going to happen already. <laughs> okay. But so he was in town for a one-day-only event, Redemption of a Dog, and you were talking to him about his favorite musical. Oh, yeah. Do you have a favorite musical that you've seen in the past? Yes, The Wiz. The Wiz was oh. my favorite one to see. I've seen it in 78 or 79, I can't remember, but mm -hmm. I was a kid and Stephanie Mills played Dorothy. It was one of the greatest shows I ever seen in my life. There's some acrobatics or something. Out yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Little Cirque. Little Cirque. Little Cirque. Like, <laughs> little Cirque. They like so like. Okay. It sounded a little bit musical there, you guys at the end. I don't know uh -huh. if you caught that. Maybe. You, listen to this. Cirque. They like so like. Okay. Cirque. They like so like. Okay. So I had a little bit of fun in production uh -huh. and I went ahead and made that into a little song. I love it. He said The Wiz, though, right? Was his favorite musical? The Wiz? He did. He did say The Wiz. Yeah, I, I interviewed the original Wizard. Wow. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of classic music out of that. And then, of course, the movie. I mean, I watched The Wiz, like the movie with Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even my favorite. I was kind of like, no, I need Judy Garland. Oh, okay. Even you like, as a kid. You like the old school Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I do. Uh huh. I read the books as a kid. Like, there's a whole series of books, and they're really good. Wow. Snoop's smoking right now, reading them. Yeah, there's, you know, The Wizard's great. I mean, all that kind of stuff. Anything that is like the fantasy kind of thing. Yeah, like, I like love it. Harry Potter and, and Lord of the Rings and that kind of thing. Like, you cannot pay me to sit through it. It's just not my, it's not I my thing. I know. But that's why I'm here. So I can hold it up for the fantasy lovers. That's true. And you know what? I don't watch those kind of movies, but I also don't cook. But it doesn't mean I can't talk about that. I mean, we asked Snoop about uh, his new cookbook because apparently he's a big cook now. Yes, from crook to cook. And it has 10 of my favorite recipes in it. Martha Stewart did the forward for me. So she accepted me as a chef and told me that I'm certified, so. But I saw some of the stuff that it's, it's kind of fancy. Yeah, it's some fancy I cook. food. I gave you some ghetto food and I cook you some, you know. There's some lobster yes, thing in there. Yes, Thermidor. Yeah, and I was like, what? I've never even heard of this. It's it too is fancy. amazing too. It's, it uh, is real fancy. Like, it's yeah. super fancy. Like, you got to put a napkin in here when you eat it like that. <laughs> 
know, like, <laughs> silverware has to be set up properly. I'm fancy when I'm doing like lobster mac and cheese. I'm like, look how fancy I am. No, and then you come out with this real. But I learned that in Australia, then being with Martha, she, she makes you go to that level as far as like, you can't be playing games when she's cooking five course meal with this, that, and that, and the other. So you have to try to match her and cook something that you know how to cook that's gonna be good for the audience and for her to say, this is really good. Because it was never a time on the show when we were working and cooking together where it was like, our food was nasty. Well, no. Some of the stuff she made was nasty. She made cow tongues and <gasps> escargots. And I'm like, I'm not eating all that. No way. No, I gotta draw the line when it comes to snails. Thank you. I can't do it. Thank you. I don't care how rich I get, I don't want that. If that's what rich people eat, I'm going back to being broke. <laughs> okay. Send me back now. Give me my noodles and my crackers. I'm gone, cuz. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> okay, so I was telling Emma um, on the way over here that my cousin's getting married and they're doing this, I think it's something for maybe like a bridal shower or something where they're handing out these recipe cards and they're saying, okay, everybody put your favorite recipe in and we'll, we'll give it to Cindy when she gets married and whatever. Right. Well, I don't really cook, you know? Take one out of my book, please. And just, can I like, can Could I? You please take one out of my book. Yes, yeah, which yeah. one? Tell me which one, because I will, I will legit photocopy that thing and like, Tape it onto this recipe card and the give it to my cousin. The Thermador, try it. It's the bomb. Put that one on there. Okay, I will. Yeah, If I can make it, anybody can make it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the brightest or the smartest in the kitchen, but I know how to make it work and I know how to make it. My thing is what Martha always said. The reason why my food works is because I cook with love. And that's the main thing. When I'm cooking, I'm, I'm loving the food. I'm in here enjoying it. So when you're eating it, you're getting that same spirit. If I'm in here mad, you know, you go to restaurants, my are mad. Let me get a hamburger and some fries, my because the mother that cooked it was mad. Right. And he didn't cook it with love. Yeah. You gotta be cooked with love. And that's my main thing that I cook with love. So if you take that recipe, put some love on it for the wedding, I'm telling you it's gonna be the recipe of the night. Okay. Well, are you about presentation when you do it though? Like try to make it look pretty and you It's know? all about the taste, baby. Yeah. Martha's more concerned with presentation. I'm I'm concerned with taste. Because okay. you could present something and it can taste like then what's the presentation? What's the point? Exactly. I'd rather have a bombest meal in the world and hand it to you on my aluminum foil okay. with some paper plates and, you know what I'm saying, and then say, hey. As long as it tastes good as hell. That's all that matters. You eating on a, a kid's meal uh, mat, but you eating a grown-up ass meal. <laughs> yeah. It's Martha Stewart's been rubbing off on him. Obviously. Although, you know, even though, and everybody knows this, it is just the oddest pairing of people to become friends. I know. I I'm, love it. Yeah. I'm going to meet her this weekend, hopefully. We'll see. She's Are you? At, she's doing this event. Yeah. You have to, like, tell her that, like, you hung out with Snoop. <laughs> I know. I plan on it. If I can wrangle her. But I love that they, like, the two of them, obviously, they've got a love for the greenery. Yeah. Together. I, I like that. When, well, wait, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> I like that when they, when they put interesting people together, you know, and see how it works. And, and yeah, sometimes they, it does. And they find a common ground. Right. Whether it's jail or whatever it is. <laughs> jail, <laughs> weed, food. I mean, right. it brings people together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like it. He has always got something going on. And I also thought it was kind of cool that he wasn't one of these people that travels with like an entourage. Right. It was him and like one dude. Right. Like one security guard. Uh -huh. And you know, as well as I do with a lot of these, whether it's backstage or even people coming to the studio here, 
kind of like C and B level people come with like 20 people in their entourage. Oh, yeah. The real big stars come through with one. Yeah. Like one solid security guard and that's it. I think that's kind of telling too that like, okay, they don't need this entourage. Or maybe, you know, over the years that he's just weeded them out. I don't know. Weeded them out. Oh, oh wow. all right. I didn't even notice I said that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, God, you know, it's so funny. I had stopped out of the room because he was running late when I was there too. And I stopped out of the room to run to the bathroom. And when I came back, we walked past another kind of like a boardroom of people doing some kind of like, I don't know, some kind of presentation, like PowerPoint, like charts, uh-huh. something very boring. Okay. And I was like having this like internal moment with myself, like, oh my God, this is what's happening in this hotel right now. Like I could either be one of these people mm-hmm. talking about bar graphs and statistics or something, or right. I could go down that smoky hallway and go hang out with Snoop for a little while longer. Yeah. I was like having just like some weird moment of clarity where I was like, oh my God, I'm definitely doing the right thing right now with my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's life choices. You know, you can go either way. True, true. <laughs> and and I mean, no offense to the bar graph people, but mm-hmm. um, that is just nut for me. It was a conversation piece for me, like for a few weeks to be like, yeah, I hung out with Snoop last week. Totally. You know, because that was fun. That and mean, everyone knows who he is. Everybody knows. He's a common celebrity that people really know. And like, he's yeah. not just sort of like someone whose face they know and they're like, man, that tool. Like yeah. everybody loves him. Yeah. I wonder how he ha- handles so many projects. You know, whenever you're, you know, it tends sometimes the marijuana can make you a little, you know, not Lays get as back. much done. Yeah. You don't get as much done some days that you're doing it. Right. And so he manages to get a lot accomplished. I think there are <laughs> different kind of strains because some of yeah. them are like the couch ones that just sort of like melt you into like nothingness and like mm-hmm. you don't do anything besides watch like Family Guy reruns. Right. And then there's other things that are kind of like, you know, kind of the go get them ones, like, you know, project y kind. Yeah. And I think it probably helps him with his, his anxiety or whatever with doing these interviews. And I think he really needed it. Yeah. You know, so whatever works for him. Whatever. He was so fun. He was like singing to me. Like, I don't know. I, I loved him before, but man, after we spent an afternoon with him, like, I loved him even more. Yeah, and it was it was interesting about Canada, too, had just passed, you know, legalized marijuana the day before. Right. And uh, Illinois is heading that way, it looks like. Looks like it. Yeah. yeah High I'm times <laughs> in Illinois. <laughs> after we did the interview, and pretty much as soon as we posted the pictures that we were together that day, mm-hmm. did everybody bombard you with questions? Like, did you? Did, did you smoke with Snoop? Did you? <laughs> I mean, even if, like, since I didn't, they were like, did you did you smell him? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> did you smell what it was like? You know, so I was like, fine. I mean, I smell more of it, like, on the streets, you know, in the in the alleys and the streets of Illinois, you know, of Chicago. Any concert you go to? <laughs> yeah. Oh, how about this? Mm-hmm. Um, Uncle Snoop's Playhouse? What's that? He told you, you <laughs> asked him about a new project he was working on and what oh. he had coming up next. <laughs> um, what are you working on after this tour? Oh, Martha and Snoop season three. Okay. The GGN movie. Mm-hmm. And then I have a show coming out on Stars next year called Uncle Snoop's Playhouse, which is a kid's show. Okay, when he said Uncle Snoop's Playhouse, the first thing I thought of, of course, was, was Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, Pee Wee. And I oh, loved yeah. Pee Wee's Playhouse when I was little. Did you? <laughs> of course. I mean, like Cherry and, and Yes. Mecca Lecca High, Mecca Heine Ho. And stars have come out of that show, too. There's Lawrence some... Fishburne. Yeah. That was like such an 80s thing. And I love that Snoop is going to do it, you know, because I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. 
what his kid's show is going to be like. Oh, yeah. Well, creative and fun and... Musical. Yeah, good for him. I know. I, I love like... it. He's all over the place. Yeah. The first Pee-wee's movie was so good, too. It was like Tim Burton did that and... Did he? Yeah, Tim Burton did it. Wow. Yeah, so it was so creative. I mean, from that moment that he wakes up in the morning. I mean, I wish I could wake up in the morning like that with a little conveyor belt and you oh, know, yeah. little slippy shoes on. and Some Mr. T cereal. <laughs> yeah, it was such a great creative thing. But when you look at Tim Burton's work, you can totally see it in the movie. Wow, I did not. How did that pass me? Well, I was like really little when it came out. I wouldn't have known who Tim Burton was, I guess. Oh, gosh, I just loved it. Oh, I just love the whole thing. The whole Dottie and I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> Rebel Dottie. <laughs> Rebel. He just loved it because he was so nerdy. I mean, like, finally someone nerdier than me. I was like, oh my gosh, Pee Wee. And then we went and saw the sequel. Okay, so I worked in the movie theater for the sequel when yeah. that came out. The Pee Wee's Big Top, Big Top Pee Wee. Oh, I didn't really and like And it was that. bad. Yeah. yeah. We were so disappointed because we were all hyped up and we were, you know, we we're doing like a late night screening just for us, for like six employees at the movie theater. Right. We had our big bag of popcorn. We we're all excited and we we're like, Lame. this is not funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was such a disappointment. Sequels do that all the time, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. All in all, we had an amazing day. And then you ended up bouncing over to see Brian McKnight, which I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah, it was a, it was a gala for cancer, the Gateway Gala for the cancer. Where was that at? That was at the Hilton, Sheridan. Right, right over Sheridan. here. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they did a nice red carpet and they Ooh. had some, you know, America's Got Talent stars there okay. and Brian McKnight. And then they had a, the theme was from The Greatest Showman. So they did songs from The Greatest Showman. Cool. And they did, I was just really visually great. They let us watch some of it where they were, you know, performing for all the people that had spent, I mean, this is a thousand dollar ticket. It wasn't like a, Whoa. you know, a little cheapy. This was a big time gala. So everybody's all dressed up and everything too. Super dressed up. And then they did the performances like, this is me from, you know, The Greatest Showman and, yeah. you know, all these like still walkers and clowns and all kinds of Ooh, visually clowns? great stuff. For a thousand dollars a ticket, remove the clowns. <laughs> I was like, set in the clowns. No. <laughs> no, they had, you know, it was the bearded lady and like all this stuff. And, and For the, real? Yeah. That's so, so cool. Because you have to see The Greatest Showman. Have you not seen that movie yet? No. Oh, Hugh Jackman is adorable. The music's really good. I know Kathy Bates says The Bearded Lady in Freak Show from American <laughs> Horror Story. No, this is a different thing. It's actually a Broadway singer that they got to, to do this song. And This Is Me has become this big gay anthem. Oh. So because it's, you know, it's about being different and not fitting into the norm and you're the bearded lady or you're the freak in the freak show, you know, all these different things. And it's so empowering and such a great song. And so now they've, they just released a soundtrack of new artists doing songs like Pink is on it. The one she did with her daughter? Yes. Okay. I did see that. I was wondering why The Greatest Showman keeps coming up. That makes so much more sense now. There you go. So that's all back out there. And the movie's not an accurate portrayal of P.T. Barnum. It's not his real life. It's not a, you know, a, a documentary about him because he was, this is a shady guy, okay? He did a lot of, he pulled a lot of stunts in his life. Oh. And they don't show it accurately, but the music is great and it's visually like watching a music video, so. What I liked is that when you talk to Brian McKnight, I just didn't think the conversation was going to go this way. It's an entire record of just love making music. There's no up-tempo. It's 60 minutes of love making music. You might only need 11. You might need 22. I'm giving you 60. Nice. Okay. So that you know you don't have to get up and, and, and press something else. Right. You know you can, you can just let it play. Yes. Absolutely. And I got you covered. So. Get. Let's get it on, Barry White. I bet is what it sounded like. He yeah. was just like making like makeout music. Yeah. That's. I mean. I. I guess that's kind of an interesting thing because people didn't ask him about his new music. I mean. I guess they didn't even think about it. 
I mean, he had it down to like the minute, which is funny. Although it made me think like, what kind of music do you put on when oh. you like, you know, you're about to get down? Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> in college, The Cure, of course, was like a big, you know, The Cure. And yeah. So they would, whenever I would hear Disintegration playing for my roommate's bedroom, I could <laughs> knew he was getting it on. And we were like, okay, we got to stay out of the house or, you know, hear the songs, you know, the screams of passion. Oh, God. But it was that kind of, that was his big romance. The Cure. The, the Cure, Disintegration, because it's this, you know, whole thing. I liked, I'll tell you what I used to play, and this might sound really weird, but. I, I am so ready for it. It was kind of like classic. Classical music. I like to be classy, I guess. You are so over the top right now. Ah! I love it. <laughs> I'm turning red here in the studio, <laughs> but because I've never talked about this ever in my whole life. So the piano soundtrack, it was Michael Nyman. It's this classical composer that plays piano music. You know, it was, did you see the movie? It's an are old you so, movie. Like, you're like so romantic. Do you like candles yes. and everything too? Well, d- who doesn't? Like <laughs> set a fire. <laughs> I like that bed on fire. Ow! Yeah. Well, now they have those candles that don't light, you know, that you don't burn. So that would be safer. So when you knock them over, the house doesn't go up in flames. Yeah, when I'm you know, throwing someone around the room. <laughs> well, sometimes you color outside the lines. I'm just saying. What about you? What's your go-to? I, oh, this is so dated, but I haven't gotten over it yet. Like, it's an old Lenny Kravitz record. Really? Like, yeah. America Woman. Is <laughs> it like, that? It's older than that. It's okay. older than that. It's sort of like mid-90s. I mean, it's it's whichever one are you going to go my way is on. Because it okay. sort of starts like, but then like by track two, it's like boom, <laughs> and then I'm like, so you know, I need like, you know, a couple minutes to get situated. Yeah. And then I'm like, All right. <laughs> and I don't know how that even happened. God, I hope my older brother does not listen to this show because um, yeah. I stole the CD from him like in high school. Oh. And I still have it. Sorry, man. Um, uh, you still pull it out of the mothballs in the right moment. <laughs> like, wow. You know what? I'll be honest. <laughs> if we're at my house, I put on a record because okay. that is sort of like. Oh, wow. You're so hipster. It seems right. <laughs> it seems kind of like kitschy and they think but it's But what if neat. it skips? What if you're sk- And then you're like into the moment. You got to, okay, let me, you know, oh, reset the record. Look, after two minutes, I'm not paying attention to the music anymore. Neither are they. It don't matter. <laughs> Hopefully. It. It's funny, though, that this whole conversation, I can't believe you and I are even talking about this right now. I can't now. believe it either. We don't have adult conversations like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went around and asked a couple of complete strangers what kind of music they put on. You are brave. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was so awkward, but check it out. Oh, to like do it too? Yeah. These days, lately, it's like nothing, or is it just like the TV that's on? With kids, it's just like whatever's on, let's go. What about um, back in the day? Um, a little Casey and JoJo was really good. Um, sometimes 112 was nice as well. Because they got a little raunchy a little bit, but their songs were nice, you know. Um, but yeah, that's how we used to do it, I, like I guess. It. I like it. <laughs> um, Hall and Oates, you know, whatever I've got on. But no, I don't have a go-to. Uh, probably Sade. Okay. Uh, man, this is tough. I've never been asked this question before. We're getting in your business. I know. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Sade is good. Uh, of course, Brian McKnight is always good. Bingo. That's exactly who we're talking about. <laughs> so the answers were a little bit all over the board, but whatever. It's something to think about. I mean, the weather's getting cold. You got to bundle up and keep yourself warm somehow this winter. Absolutely. We have got a ton in store, Jerry. We are going to get to some major movies. Yeah, a whole movie episode. So that's going to be fun. With some incredible guests that we have got up our sleeve for you. So remember to like us, subscribe to us, and keep it here because we have plenty in store for you next week on Nonstop.